Hello and welcome to the Thriving Three Counties podcast with me, Dan Barker. Conversations with inspiring business people throughout the three counties of Herefordshire, Worcestershire and Gloucestershire. And now it's time for today's episode. I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, hello and welcome to this episode of the Thriving Three Counties podcast. I'm Dan Barker and I'm here in the studio with today's guest. She runs a fast-paced and dynamic print and sign manufacturing business in Worcestershire with her partner. With a background in customer experience, she has a passion for delivering outstanding customer service for their clients and also ensuring a happy and engaging workplace for her employees. A large proportion of their work is deadline orientated. She says that she thrives in the fast-paced environment. Hopefully, this interview will be a chance to slow down and reflect for a little while. She is Alice Fox of Printed Banners and Signs. How are you doing, Alice? Hello. I'm fine. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Good. Good, thank you. Yes, it will be a good chance to slow down, hopefully. Yeah, yes. yeah, I hope yeah. so. Busy day today, so... Yeah, it's yeah. going on. Got That's some big deadlines. deadlines for Monday, Monday morning deadlines. Oh, is so, that unless we want to work the weekend, it will be... Uh, get it all done today yeah right okay mm. okay cool well thanks for coming over on a busy <laughs> friday morning to, <laughs> to come and do this i appreciate it um you are at pbsigns.co.uk that's correct yeah be your yeah. website uh and you're on all the linkedins and the instagrams and everything which i'll put in the show notes and you're you're good on the old social media i think i try i do enjoy it actually yeah. yeah that's one side of it i like to sort of show people it's quite a visual business that we work in so it's mm. quite easy to find cool things to, to post really so yeah yeah do enjoy that yeah. side of it that's good cause i think that's something people struggle with with social media isn't it is getting to that point where you actually enjoy doing yeah it. yeah yeah i know i've looked at outsourcing it but i just think you need to be in the business to be seeing snapshots of what people are up to and uh yeah getting real-time photos so yeah have you always enjoyed doing the social media or is it kind of i have and ironically i don't really do any personally on my own accounts because i just find it a bit showy offy but i kind of switch off from me and just think no I'm just you know I'm BB signs and I'm just explaining to other clients what because often we get clients say oh I really want one you know I need one of these or one of these but I've got no idea where to start and, and it's great because we've got all this footage of you know what we've done for previous people and we can just mm. share share that with them so yeah I think it really helps yeah yeah you've got to be a bit showy off you haven't you when you run a business yeah <laughs> yeah but it's not like I'm showing off me I'm showing, yeah. I'm showing off all the guys talents really because it's not me yeah. making the signs so yeah I'm probably sort of saying look what everyone can do look what our staff can do yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. good but yeah I, I think yeah we probably in this country have a bit of a like hmm. stigma about showing off don't we totally like when you're growing up it's yeah. kind of don't be a show off yeah <laughs> yeah no you're right actually well there is a fine line isn't there so I'm not like look at this sign we've made it's amazing um but just yeah I, yeah it is a fine line and you get days don't you when you're not in the mood for showing what you've done and, and other days when you think no <laughs> I'm really proud of the guys I'm gonna share it so yeah yeah, yeah. And I think the other thing is um what I find a lot with clients is that they don't think they're doing anything that interesting because yeah. they're so used to it yeah. that it just becomes mundane to them. But yeah. then when you come into, or when we go into either photograph or video, you're kind of like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it yeah. looks awesome. Yeah. Well, I think that's because I'm, I sort of, I'm not there all the time and I just pop in and out. And 
um, it's yeah. So the guys that are doing making the signs, they're they're thinking that they're thinking, oh, you know, I'll just do this all day. You know, they're not even sometimes reading what's on the sign or who it's for or what event it's for. <laughs> right. um, and I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. Let's find out a bit more about that event. And yeah, so I think because I'm seeing it from from a distance a bit more, they're really stuck right. in the middle of the design. And is it left aligned? Is it right? <laughs> you know, they're thinking about it from that perspective. Whereas I'm sort of yeah thinking more about what it's going to be you know where it's going to end up and yeah that's that good isn't it, it yeah. yeah i think yeah yeah you need to be mm. in that position to i think to do social media effectively don't you really? yeah yeah telling a story yeah. isn't it really with each of them because it you know let's face it a roller banner is not that interesting <laughs> but <laughs> where it's going who it's for and it's, it's also a little chance to showcase that business as well and, yeah. and then that business your client likes that then as well if you're if it is for a particular event and you're talking about that event and yeah, you know, it's extra yeah. exposure for them and yeah so yeah. I, yeah I do find that side of it quite rewarding it's just having more time I wish I had more time to do it because yeah <laughs> yeah it doesn't everyone and then you've got stories on top of that now and, oh, yeah, and your reels your reels and oh god I can't keep up with it I know it's a lot to do isn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. roller banners I, I've got an issue with roller banners I don't Tell like me your them issue. at all <laughs> what, they're you? not very attractive you know, like are they the yeah 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 ones. no yeah the uh, ones you pull up yeah there must be more alternatives to roller banners yeah, there are quite a few <laughs> alternatives now, but it's very, very portable and lightweight. Yeah, I know, that's it. That that's is, what you and they're cheaper ships, so yeah. unfortunately they are still out there, but it's, they're not very inspiring at all, are no, they? I just find that like, this is completely off topic, really, but I just find <laughs> not really. I need a bit of uh, roller banner, um, you know, therapy. <laughs> I just <laughs> really, find them a bit have... depressing, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, so don't you... go to an expo then, because yeah, it's just like it's hundreds of roller banners. Yeah, there's got to be a better alternative. Anyway. They're fine for social distancing information, I guess. Yes, just something really dull yeah. like that. But yeah, other than that, yeah, no. Yeah, there's all sorts of like stretchy, fabric-y, backlit t designs right, and all sorts, okay. but you won't got to spend quite a bit more for one mm, of those. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I suppose when you... Or some crazy cardboard cutout, you know, with all your information yeah. on it or something like that, but... When you get started, when you're getting started, you just need something that you can use that's Maybe it's fine for, you know, accountants and insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm going to get loads of emails now. I like, know, saying, I'm Why only do you joking. hate <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's it. Digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, have you? Uh, are you from Malvern area? I am sort of. I'm from a little village in Worcestershire. Okay. So um, it's quite funny. I've lived. I've moved up and down the M5. I've lived in Cheltenham. <laughs> went to uni in Cheltenham. Oh yeah. Then I got um, worked in Birmingham and ended up moving to Birmingham. So I've done okay. Cheltenham, Birmingham, and now back to Worcestershire. Okay. Um, we moved to Malvern about eight years ago. So we were okay. in Worcester before that. Um, so Carl, yeah, Carl's had the business, my partner at home and at work um, for oh, I got a good fifteen years or so now, mm -hmm. and um, and then I joined him about six probably about seven I've been saying six years for years so it's probably about seven <laughs> years now um I joined him so um yeah so that's why it's, it's great to live around the corner from work so um okay. yeah, so you grew really up handy. in Worcestershire yes I did yeah cool. went to school in Worcester um yeah 
So okay. I really, really like it. And it's it, the older you get, because you know, when you're younger, it's not cool to like where you live, is it? But um, <laughs> I actually, I just think it's such a beautiful city, and the, the yeah. you know, there's so many great areas. And I love Malvern as well. It's yeah, you know, having the hills, and you just we just don't realise how lucky we are. Sometimes. I know it's amazing, isn't it? Malvern yeah. Hills, like you can yeah. you'd be up there in sort of five minutes, and you feel yeah. like you're in the middle of the wilderness totally. somewhere don't you? yeah it was a lifesaver with lockdown just yeah, being able yeah. to have all you know the daily walks and everything and the kids moan when we say we're going to go for a walk but they <laughs> as soon as we're there they're absolutely fine and they love it and yeah, yeah doing cartwheels and rolls and rolling down the hill so yeah yeah no it's pretty cool isn't yeah it? yeah really like cool. it cool so um you went to uni in Cheltenham. Went to uni in Cheltenham and did, it was something like hospitality management. It was one of those where, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I did some really random A-levels and um, just couldn't, I think I did, I did French music and home economics, (laughs) A-levels. And then I was like, (laughs) hmm, and I was like, I don't know what to do, mum, what shall I do? And she was like, well, you're quite good at cooking. Why don't you do hospitality management? And it's, you know, there was a business module in that as well. And so, um, yeah, I enjoyed that. It was, it, it, there was a lot of, um, you know, when you do your year out. Mm -hmm. So what, for six months I worked at the Ligon Arms in Broadway. It's Mm -hmm. like a part of the Savoy group and it, it was great, but it was awful money. And it was literally it was almost like I think I worked eighty hours a week for eighty pounds a week. It was it was that bad um, because you 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 had to because you lived in so you were literally uh, working okay. split shifts from you know ten in the morning till say four and then back on again at six until Oof. the last customer wanted to go to bed because it was you know a, a bar yeah. restaurant where it was twenty four hour if it needed to be so. Oh, it killed me. And I remember sort of chatting to the manage, management teams and, and, and just not aspiring to want to work in that industry, just thinking right. it was just, you know, I didn't feel it was rewarding enough for me. So it kind of got me to thinking, nah, I don't really, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so after leaving, I just I just wanted to sort of start working. So I, I, my first job was working in a Christmas card printing company oh, yeah. in in Worcester. Um, <laughs> yeah, just sort of doing kind of admin and that side of things. And yeah. um, but it was a, a quite a small business, and I wanted to right. work. Um, you know, some just I didn't really know what I wanted to do still, but I knew I wanted to work in a bigger, busier, more fast-paced environment. Mm. Um, and that's when I saw a job at Mitchells and Butler's, M&B, the, the, the pub company. Um, so, and that oh, just was the best thing I ever did. They're such a great company to work for. Just the, yeah. the career progression opportunities there. Right. You know, I was in, uh, only in my early 20s and um, started off as like a data analyst. And it was, it was just, everything was so cool because you were analysing which flavour Smirnoff Ice was uh, um, <laughs> selling better and should right. we put it on offer midweek or should we do a three for two offer or should we just, you know, I'd love spreadsheets. I'm a bit of a data nerd. I love yeah. um, formulas and, you know, just interpreting data. So so that was my, my first role there. Um, and it was a you know their ethos is really work hard play hard this cliche but it's true you know you you were used to work some really crazy hours but you was you know quite passionate about it but then you got some really good jollies as well you know we got to go to all of our pubs and nightclubs and competitors do some competitor analysis (laughs) that was important and um yeah it was it was really fun times amazing teams amazing stuff and if you so I think I did that role for a few years and then if you start to get a little bit, you know, itchy feet or a little bit like 
there's so many other departments you can go and work in. So I then did a stint in the pricing team um, and, you know, we, we did projects like... Um, Back in the day, if you wanted to get the pubs to change their prices to put them all up by 5p, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, we had to email every pub and tell them, tell the managers to put their price up by 5p. And obviously Perfect. not all of them did it. So it was a nightmare. So anyway, I was working <laughs> in the team to um, do automated pricing. So, you know, developing all the software so that we could, from head office, do the price changes and it would affect across because it was 2,000 pubs that we had so okay, right. um, uh, so that that was another great team that I worked in although I had I remember having had an absolute nightmare one day when we were trialing this software and I accidentally sent zero prices to one pub it, it was <laughs> it was in um, Harborn the dog in Harborn I still remember it now and um, I accidentally sent zero prices for their whole lunchtime shift so the manager wow. was on the phone saying what have you done I had to get his calculator out for all the customers you know oh, <laughs> oh absolute nightmare so Amazing. yeah that was a fun fun time but um yeah how did the, um, how did the company take it when you when i did, did that, that, that you know it wasn't cool. just me it was there was a team of us that did that yeah. and you know they were like just fix it as soon as you can sort of thing and yeah you know it was only for about two hours that it was it was at that price and we had to revert back so and it was one yeah. pub out of you know two thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. so they were very understanding no, it's interesting because really, really uh, understanding. We were just saying we just had um, a, a guest on the monthly meetup last night, mm. the Thriving Three Counties meetup, and um, that was t two of the things he was talking about. One was career progression and like keeping people motivated with career progression. Ah, and you said like yeah, it was yeah. great because you heard all it that career was. progression. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then the other thing was making mistakes, and you know he was saying that um, you know he, he's trying to instill a culture where it's okay for people to yeah. make mistakes yeah you know, yeah as long as i suppose they learn from it and, absolutely uh, oh we, yeah sounds like you had good kind of leadership yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah no that all of my managers there were amazing um and i think because they're not you know that they just they didn't want to hold on to you and i think that's important isn't it they they, right. they appreciated that you were going to learn you know some skills in that team probably had you for three years maximum and then you are mm -hmm. going to want to go and learn something else and mm -hmm. um so you know nobody ever held you back there at all mm -hmm. yeah it was really good cool okay so where did you and then move to from so yeah and the, well then my, my final role there was at customer experience um okay. which is where i stayed in that role then for about 10 years and I think that's right. where I've got my my passion for um customer experience from um and I think it's sort of built into me I've just I don't know something must have happened in my childhood but I'm I, I need to please and I you know I, I like to be praised I like you know I don't I hate conflict and I don't know so right. I think there's something in me that you know it, it's so important to me that our clients are happy and customers are happy mm -hmm. um but yeah so that that role was essentially moving the company away from you remember the old mystery guest style of paying a customer to come in and um oh, yeah, yeah. you know write a report on on how their experience was <laughs> yeah yeah i had a go at it actually it's, yeah. it's all right yeah. um but then, um, yeah, so we were trying to move to surveys. And this was back in the day when before you, you, couldn't, you can't go anywhere now, can you, without getting asked to fill in a survey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, we, ha we were getting about a million pieces of feedback a year from, from this. Wow. It, was, it was a crazy <laughs> amount of data. And it was, it was that just getting um, 
everybody in, in, on that journey of embracing this feedback because mm. you know you've got some quite old school pub managers that didn't want to know what the customers <laughs> thought really um, so it was just embracing that and saying well it's fine if you you know you've only got a 40% net promoter score but um, let's just look at how we can in, improve that let's look yeah. at which areas we think you know so so that was a massive massive journey big 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 challenge did, um, did you get involved with kind of the types of questions that you should yeah, ask them. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, how do you... So we craft? used an agency that had this crazy modelling, um, I don't know, they had this this, this data um, model. Mm. Um, and what we did, we heavily incentivized the customers to fill in a crazy long survey that was about 100 questions long, but really? they were all incentivized for that. Right. Um and then from that, they put that into the model and it whittled down to the, say, the, the key 20 questions that were, determ were, de were de determining the um, guest experience mm -hmm. scores, if you know what I mean. So the most mm -hmm. important questions that were important to that particular brand. And we had to do, because they've got like 20 brands at Mitchells and Butler's, all mm -hmm. they did have. So we had to do, we did that for every brand and every brand had their own set of 20 key questions that were important to that type of customer that, that went there. Right, okay. Um, yeah, so it was really, really detailed. But yeah. you know, I've got colleagues that still work there now, and they've they've kind of moved away from that now. And it's it's more like TripAdvisor and just mm. the qualitative feedback rather than the numbers. Um, it's it's you know, and analysing what they're actually saying in in comment form rather than you know the, all it's, those hundreds of questions. Do, that do they people have asked. like a sort of bit of a negative skew though, a negative bias when it comes to that? Cause yeah, you, everyone used to ask generally that. Generally, people sort of seem to give feedback if, they've if had they're a unhappy experience. or if they're really really happy right, so okay. we always used to incentivize so there was yeah. um you know 10% off your next order which right. tended to slightly um stop prevent that from happening you did get a few middle of the road people that just wanted wanted their voucher uh, but if you had a really back. terrible experience you don't want ten percent off your next order, do you? No. Well, it was a very clever survey. So right. if they if they answered poorly to the first question, it would route yeah. them off down this way. And if they answered, yeah. So yeah, I see what you mean. Um, I think the people that have had a bad experience and a really good experience, that they're not swayed by any kind of incentive, and they just want right. to tell you they just either want to give way. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so. Um, but not that we had that many bad ones. No, no, but, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was just a, it was just a really good learning curve for for the whole company is embracing that feedback really. And then we we linked up with the HR team mm -hmm. and we did employee engagement surveys as well and to prove like the service service profit chain link that happy staff equals happy customers right, which equals okay. increased turnover and um, and profit and okay. um, and that was one of the things that actually I took with me. With to to PB signs, um, you know. I mean, it, it, as we're growing as a company, we're getting more and more staff. I think it's so important that the employee engagement, mm -hmm. because if you've got unhappy staff, it's going to show with your customer mm -hmm. service, and then therefore your customers aren't so happy, and definitely makes a difference. So yeah, it's been 
been it was really really good there but then so what happened i uh, about seven years ago we had children carl and i mm -hmm. and we were just having that typical battle of who's got the more important job <laughs> and who, who's gonna pick up the kids from school who's gonna you know yeah. uh, be there if one of them needs needs picking up early because they've fallen over or something and it was just and it was a big commute from malvern to birmingham as well and you know yeah. i could work from home but it, back in those days <laughs> before yeah. covid you didn't as much um so yeah we i just decided actually now's the time to go and work with with carl and it was quite funny because i thought i can't work with him every day i just can't <laughs> like what if we hate each other so i took a part-time job somewhere else in malvern um, and I was trying to do both and then I thought yeah. I'm just a busy fool here now and right, actually okay. I was starting to really get interested in in PB science because we always used to talk about our jobs at the end of the day I don't know if you're the same but I probably yeah. wasn't really listening to what we used to do <laughs> um, and I was like actually this is really quite a cool company you've got some really good clients and you know there's just some really interesting stuff that you do here and I just yeah. could see the potential I'm not saying Carl couldn't see the potential but he was almost running the business on his own at, at one point right, with okay. one or two other people so you know he was doing the doing and I he was imagine him understating how cool it was yes exactly <laughs> that's exactly it yeah. um yeah because he definitely doesn't want to ever blow his, his own trumpet that's yeah, you know one of carl's super cool stuff doesn't yeah it? yeah totally <laughs> yeah. and he's he's embarrassed to tell people whereas <laughs> i'm not embarrassed to tell people yeah. yeah so going back to what we were saying earlier about the social media because i've come in later on I'm almost mm. like, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like I, I'm I'm in a better position to to shout about the company. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So so yeah. So I very quickly decided to to ditch everything else and just focus solely on working with Carl. And, it, and we've not looked back since. It's yeah, been, it's been really been a good. good. Move. Yeah, yeah. So I spent the first couple of years just helping sort out processes and procedures because obviously he'd been so busy running the business that mm. there were various, you know, bits of software and ways to streamline things we were doing. And, mm -hmm. you know, back to my MMB days, just how can we improve the customer journey? Mm -hmm. So making it as easy as possible to place an order, you know, and, and how that process flow works so that they can we can turn it around as quickly as possible. And mm -hmm. um, did we want to get feedback in? And <laughs> it was quite funny because at the beginning, Carl was just like, Alice, you, you're too corporate. You know, I kept, <laughs> kept saying <laughs> things like... You know, we, we could get an agency in to do this, an agency in to do that. It's like, Alice, we haven't got that much money, you know. Um, so I had to sort of just tone it, gradually come back down to, you know, working in a yeah, smaller a business, SME type thinking. Yeah, because yeah. I'd just been so used to whatever we wanted to do, set up a project team get you know get a budget for it get an agency in and away you go sort of thing and have multiple things going on at the same time but you know you can't do that in a smaller business can you otherwise you you spread yourself too thinly yeah yeah so I've been um yeah learned quite a lot from that yeah yeah you've got to sort of pick your mm. what you think's gonna make the, the most, most make the most difference yeah absolutely and, and run with that especially when I find like when you get a bit quieter and you think, right, now's the time yeah. to do this and that. And then it gets busy and yeah. it all kind of falls over because you just can't do it all, can you? No, that's absolutely true. Yeah, no, we, we do get that a lot. Um, you know, we, we're both trying as hard as possible to be in a position that we can work on the business on the business you know the, mm -hmm. that phrase of um but it's so hard you just get sucked back in all the time don't you um 
so then if you did start you know like we've got a new website that we're currently trying to get live and it's all that you know that final bit of focusing on all the imagery and all the the content and the navigation and I I just keep you know saying well I'm gonna do it this week and then something else (laughs) happens and yeah so it's 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 different because you're not used to you you don't have a boss anymore do you who's cracking the whip and saying well not cracking the whip but just saying you need to get this done by this date so that's another big change for me just you know because I do I am a bit of a procrastinator. I like to start new things, but I'm right. not very good at, you know, finishing off. Okay. Uh, so, but Carl, Carl is the opposite to me in okay. that respect. So that does work quite well. That's good. Yeah. He, he, he says, don't start that until you finish that. <laughs> That's what you need, isn't it? I think in a kind of partnership like that. Yeah. You need someone that can yeah, totally. yeah, start the things and someone that yeah. can actually get them done yeah because he's just like just stop spending <laughs> he says stop spending all the time I'm like that's my job I'm doing the marketing side of things I need to spend you know so um but it, it you know it's it's useful discussions we have so yeah, we both yeah. listen to each other and it does work really yeah. well how did Carl start get into the business in the first so he place? um he's always worked so he did you know graphic design and um, art at college and mm-hmm. then he's always worked in inside well no actually before he started working in design businesses he he's had some really cool jobs he worked at Worcester Porcelain right. um actually drawing the um you know painting by hand onto the I don't know whatever <laughs> ornaments yeah wow. um but he said it was just too, too many like you know old ladies in there it was a, bit, it was a little <laughs> bit sort of slow paced then he moved to Cornwall and he was spraying surfboards for about five years he did that Um, so he's always sort of been doing you know stuff with his you know hands in that way and then I think he moved back to Worcestershire and then he's he's worked in various different sign businesses then he decided to uh, no that was it somebody asked him if they wanted him to um, join forces with them so there were three partners Mm. um, and that was at the unit that we've got in Malvern Mm And then he bought the other two shareholders out right, about okay. probably about twelve years ago, something okay. like that. And then um, just made it solely his business. They right, they were okay. sort of silent partners, really. They were they were paramedics randomly, um, right. who who could do graphic design on the side. So they yeah eventually decided actually this isn't for me. So Carl bought them out, and then yeah he, he's had that business yeah since. I don't know about two thousand and eight. I think it is now. So okay. yeah. Um, were there how many employees were there when you joined them? when I joined I think it was just possibly three him and two mm. others I think right, okay. um, and then yeah so there's seven of us now um, as of Monday there will be seven of us right. um, oh. and that's another big learning curve of every time you get an extra member of staff it really mm. changes the dynamic and the, the roles and responsibilities need tweaking and um, you know um, just just working out how, how how you divide everything up um so yeah it'd be, it'd be how, how do you work that out then at the moment because you we were saying before that it's kind of a mm. you know not a no yeah a hier- a, for, a it's a very flat hierarchy i was saying <laughs> yeah. wasn't i um so we, we all just sort of muck in together but we, we're realizing that as we grow so i think we don't ever want to be huge but we'd like to get to maybe 10 to 12 staff would be mm. an ideal for us um mm. and then have some senior management or se- sorry senior members um you know leaders mm. and then have a senior management team as well um because at the moment we we 
we never want to get away from the fact that you know everyone it's great that everyone's involved in the decision making everyone we, you know we have a monthly team meeting where we are all coming up we come up with because um, we kind of divided that the, our values are all about innovation, speed, quality, and um, what's the other one? Can't remember at the moment. But um, what we do is we we think, okay, is there anything that you think um, we could do to improve the business to to that would um, improve on our quality, on our innovation, on our speed, um, or our like uh, turn it on its head? Have you got any bugbears with the business? Anything? Mm-hmm. So, for example, about four years ago the guys were saying, well, yeah, our Macs are starting to slow up. Um, and so we we, we invested in, in brand new, you know, computing for, for everybody that was much, much faster mm-hmm. um, because we, we were working out, you know, how much time it was it was costing the business, really. Yeah. So, so you know, they, they have a big say in, in what we invest in and, you know, which directions we're going to go in and that, and that side of things. And we don't think, I don't think that will ever change, but we definitely, in order for Carl to sort of be a bit, more out of the the day-to-day running of the business we do need to get some more senior members in i think that Mm -hmm. will will do that side of things because at the moment a job will come in carl tends to do most of the quoting and then he kind of triages it if you like and decides so we've got some people that are you know really good got expertise in in the vehicle graphics side of things Mm -hmm. someone else that might be great at the stationary side of things someone else that's great at the, the bigger manufacturing jobs um and he'll kind of triage the jobs out like that, and then and then they'll sort of account manage it. Then that's that's sort of how it works. But you know that is right. quite a big job for Carl in itself. Yeah. Each time, you know, there's jobs coming in every minute. So because um, it's, it's yeah, very that, bespoke, isn't it? What you do? Each, absolutely. There's each nothing job. at all off the <laughs> shelf. Absolutely nothing. Even when yeah. we were doing all the COVID signage, yeah. it was all bespoke, all branded. You know, very rarely does anybody. I mean, you know, we. we I would say. I wouldn't ad- advise using us necessarily if you just wanted, you know, some st- sort of standard stationary, um, standard um, health and safety stickers or something. Mm-hmm. You know, you can buy them online really, really cheap, and we're probably not best place to serve people like that. Mm-hmm. It's the it is the bespoke, um, standout stuff that that we do. I mean, one thing we're doing at the moment is for um, it's for an event for Hyundai um, through an agent through an events agency and. Carl's been tasked to make so each letter three um, 3D Fomex letter so 3D letters built up mm. letters but each one's got to be four foot high and then we've got to get their logo as well made out 3D as well and and they only place the order on Monday right. and they want to pick this as one of the jobs they want to pick <laughs> up on on the Monday, next Monday so it, it's things right. like that that we uh, are really great at and to be honest that the guys thrive on that and we we love that side of things because like going back to roller banners but printing roller banners all day would be quite a dull job <laughs> so when we get the unusual you're not gonna bespoke, get any roller banner orders in there <laughs> <Yeah>, after this <laughs> that's fine that's fine <laughs> but we can do them with our eyes shut but it's the stuff that that you know gets the guys really thinking creatively that that they really enjoy so you know they'll have a little brainstorm how are we going to do this Mm -hmm. do we need to get any more you know anything else in and they love to invest in in new equipment to help with that as well like Mm -hmm. you know welding machinery Mm -hmm. um the acrylic bending tool that we got and you know that's the the side of it that they they all really really enjoy how do you sort of keep track of all the jobs then because um you know when you've got when you when you're on such a short cycle yeah. 
and you've got stuff going through but then something like that comes in that everyone's really excited about I yeah mean, does everyone yeah. kind of get diverted to yeah. that and be like oh yeah that's cool and then you're like oh no gotta get yeah the other yeah stuff no that does yeah that does happen I mean I guess not everybody would be involved in that job. It's quite funny. Carl has actually decided that's my job. I'm doing that. <laughs> so <Right. laughs> uh, everybody's <laughs> everybody's played a part in how he's going to do it. Um, and he's got, you know, there's a couple of them doing it actually. But um, yeah, it, 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 it's exciting. But then, but he triages it. So he, he, he will, won't give all the fun jobs to one person. You know, everybody mm. gets a chance at doing these, these different creative roles. Um, right. But yeah, it, it, it's a constant juggling act to prioritise. So mm. we've got like a production desk with all the jobs on mm. and, you know, it's online as well. And, it, you know, we, 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 we didn't used to ask all the clients, but now we always say, you know, when do you need it for? We used to say, you know, everything can be out within 24 to 48 hours. <laughs> um, but then, you know, we, we often get these rush jobs that need to bump up the list. So yeah. it's just a case of ju constantly juggling. And that's a role in itself really um, yeah. yeah it is it's hectic but fun everybody's you know buzzing when we're when we're busy it's great yeah mm. yeah yeah and, and just to see the customers you know back to my need to, to to please to see how wowed they are when they can see that we've turned something around completely bespoke like that for them mm -hmm. um so quickly um, yeah, it's it's a great feeling, and then seeing it in so we don't always get to see them in situ, which is I, I'm, I need to develop some sort of incentive to get the clients to share more, yeah, um, because yeah. we often that you know it leaves us, and then we're like send us a photo, <laughs> and then you don't <laughs> yeah, ever <that's> <laughs> yeah yeah bye thanks. <laughs> so um, yeah, I guess yeah. it's not their number one priority. Is not it, always because the signage, I guess, isn't always the most exciting thing to take photos of at an event or at yeah. a, um, but sometimes it is. It's a thing of beauty sometimes. So I suppose some, if you just had a photo of the whole event, even, and you could see your photos. Mm, yeah, we do. Your, yeah. Sorry, your signage yeah. in there somewhere. Yeah. A case of wine for. Uh, I know. I did think. I, I think <laughs> I, I do want to do that, or some money off your next order if you should send us a high resolution photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. so, customer experience. Mm. And do you think that's different to customer service? Um, good question. Yes, I so customer service is probably just about well, I don't know, actually. Yeah, I'd say customer experience is a little bit more of a softer that the, all the all the little touch points of that right. journey and and your tone of voice and your because um, I think you do that brilliantly like this oh, yeah. experience for me <laughs> for today and when you came and filmed for us I, you've got a great tone of voice in, in your emails they're you know they, they say everything they need to say but you do it in such a friendly way and it's really <laughs> clear that it's from you and you know I just can tell you know you do oh, that really right. well on your social media as well Thanks. so I think that is part of the customer experience for me it's you know it's it's you know people don't just it's not just a transaction when you're buying mm -hmm. a sign it's 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 a lot of people just literally ring us up saying you know we've just bought a new shop no idea where to start with the signage mm -hmm. can you help me um so you know great I, I i suppose they are very very similar aren't they but great customer um service would be yes yeah, sure let me talk you through all the different options and let mm. me you know um do some mock-ups for you and if you want us to come over to site then we can um but then 
the experience as well might be that you know we'll we'll, we'll keep chatting to them afterwards and we'll um you know come over and if you know, see how they're getting on and you know share about their business online afterwards and tell us you know tell other people about Mm. about their business i don't know yeah it's it is a it's a fine line isn't it it's um it's funny because yeah like yeah. i think people like experiences don't they these days you know like totally people are going to go and spend money it's often on if there's a, an option to go and spend it on an experience yeah they, they will and i suppose if you can any business can sort of build that yeah in can't they so mm. that when people are spending money with you they actually remember Wow, yeah, the sign guys, they were, you know, yeah. we, we had a great time with them. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. they were cool. They Yeah, I mean, it's even down to if if it's a local company when they pop in to collect, we we'll all turn our chairs and chat to them for ages about what what they're doing with this product that they're picking up and I just find that so interesting learning about other businesses. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I'm a bit nosy, I guess, but um yeah it, it's it's almost like we want to be their internal print department for the companies you know have us on speed dial think of mm. us as working part as part of your company but we're just your your print team mm-hmm. um and that's that's how we we like to work with a lot of our customers you know especially some of the larger ones like you know like morgan motor company yeah. they love the fact in fact one of the guys has just been in today going oh my god we're in a real rush for this thick set customers picking up this car you need some graphics on the side i don't suppose you can help us out today please 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 <laughs> and we're like go on then and it, you know we just, it's it's just helping them out and and yeah i don't know being there for well, it's them, a full it's... experience isn't it yeah yeah, yeah, it's hard to sort of. It is. I'm like, just trying to think. It's a, a good question. Yeah. I know. I can tell because you. I'm, <laughs> you I'm look like looking away into the distance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was the same M and B as well. People wanting experiences with their food. They don't just want it placed down. They wanted yeah. the steak that's sizzling. Cocktails as well now, isn't it? You know, mm. people want to see all the smoke coming off. They want mm. to be able to make it themselves and pour it themselves. And mm. it's finding ways, isn't it, in your business. Mm. Um, to make it more of an experience for the customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, it's something yeah I've been thinking about a lot. I don't know. Does well. does it apply to business B two B stuff as well as B two C? I think it probably I th- does. I think it doesn't does because I mean, from our exp- from my sort of perspective, you know, if we go in and we do like a, a full day video shoot like we did with you, you know, that's got to be a good experience for the people there yeah. because they're putting a lot of time mm. and resource into, you know accommodating you being there and, yeah. and you know it's got to be a good product at the end of it obviously as Absolutely, well but yeah. they've got to have a good a good day like you don't want people to get to the end of a, a tiring video shoot day and be like Phew, yeah that was knackering yeah it wasn't much fun <laughs> it's got to be it's yeah. got to be good hasn't it of, yeah for you a bit of, of fun to it and, and relaxing and also you you were very good at you know pivoting when certain things run a little bit randomly wrong <laughs> and like don't worry we'll do it like this instead and that just puts everybody at ease but I'm, and I'm sure like every business can you know do that can't they because yeah. even these online businesses you know if you just buy something online just with the emails and the follow-up yeah. and things yeah. that they send it yeah. can I mean yeah recently I bought you know some really dull stuff like a gate latch <laughs> online <laughs> and um the kind of customer experience was pretty poor, really, to be honest. Like, I ordered it. I didn't hear anything for, like, five weeks. Chased them up. They said, um, oh, yeah, we're, we're waiting on some of the items and thing. And I was like, okay, Could have cool, me. just let me know, you know, mm-hmm. I don't mind. 
that didn't really hear anything back. Like then it just arrived, you know, a few weeks later. Yeah, it <laughs> really like, doesn't show that they care in a, at in, a, all. in a crappy box that was like it was like an old bit of cardboard that they'd you know folded all the stuff into. It stunk. It was like, you know, that kind of like horrible warehouse poo smell that some boxes <laughs> yeah, have. Yeah, a bit rotten, yeah. Yeah, it was like that. And you're just like, well, and then they sent me like a <laughs> feedback thing to fill in. I was just like, nah, you're yeah, all right. Oh my God. But, um, you know, so, so many even, places there, touch points where they could improve, yeah, isn't so there? so it's kind of, if they'd have been a bit more proactive about it and just said, oh yeah, the stuff's not coming in for another few weeks. Is that is that okay? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, that's one of my problem, massive bugbears that is with everything, you know, not being kept in the loop, not, yeah, yeah. I just, I, and that, that's really important with us because the things are changing all the time, especially if we're reliant on materials coming in and, you know, um, just, I, I like to keep in touch on a daily basis almost, just, just to let people know how we're getting on with something, if it's a larger sign that we're producing, mm -hmm. just so they've got that, you know, reassurance that you yeah, are still looking yeah. at it because yeah there's nothing worse is there than just not knowing where someone's up to with your yeah with your I think order. that's really important I think um talking about that with uh you know Dan Lewis who runs oh, Free yeah. Asian yeah he was on one of the very early episodes mm. I can't remember which one but um and yeah that was one of the things he was oh, saying you yeah. know just keeping people updated because yeah. that's a big thing with with buying a house isn't it as yeah, well you know absolutely like you just don't know what's going on no. you're like, well, weeks on end to? sometimes yeah but you're saying yeah just keep people updated yeah we've had some viewings and we've got this mm. we've had this mm. makes a massive difference doesn't absolutely, it absolutely yeah yeah and it's not a huge cost to the business i suppose to do that yeah definitely no not at all it is it's just going literally going through the journey that the customer you know experiences as they are from literally from start to finish and mm. even from your website isn't it really the first time that they mm. on your you know your social media and just making it a easy that's yeah. that's your basic isn't it making it all straightforward and easy and hassle-free because yeah, yeah. a lot of our customers are, are, are time poor and right. they just they've been given this task of you know <laughs> they've had a rebrand they need new signage like the Lathwaite yeah. signage that we did in Gloucester the other week you know yeah. the guys that um we we went over and had a site meeting with them but you could tell very quickly that they were busy people they had a million other jobs that wasn't <laughs> their main day-to-day -day job yeah, to sort yeah. the signage at the site they just needed it doing um and so you know they put us in touch with their artwork team they put us um and they just wanted to pass it all to us to pass mm. it all over and be kept informed any big dis critical decisions make sure you run them past us but other than that just just do just it, it yeah <laughs> that's it to make it work and that's the kind of clients that we work really well with to be honest because right yeah. um and, and it's very rewarding because, you know, they're so grateful that we've done that for them. Whereas mm. if you were just ordering the individual signs online, you'd have a hell of a lot more work to do. Mm. Um, so making it easy is definitely the, the baseline, isn't it, for a good experience. Mm. But then it's what what other bits of sugar on the mm. cake can you can you do, cherry on the cake, to, to make it make it fun make it exciting make them feel really valued like you you know you're really enjoying working on their their brand yeah. and um you know like i'm always posting with morgan about how beautiful their branding is and you know we yeah. we're we, um lucky to be working with them and which I, we, we 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 really enjoy yeah. working with their team so yeah it's it's, a, it's partnerships isn't it really yeah, yeah. It, i guess it's a it's kind of a I sometimes find it a tricky balance between 
not wanting to bug people too much totally. but wanting to make sure that I've got the answers so that when we do produce something it is actually what they want yeah absolutely that's kind of fine yeah balancing yeah line, isn't it? yeah I know a couple of times because I I'm probably a bit more anal than Carlis about certain things <laughs> I'm sometimes quality management if one of the guys comes down and says can you have a look at this Alice I think already in my head I'm thinking no it won't be good enough yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're asking me you're not sure um, <laughs> do it again yeah, why but, did you think you should ask me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but what was I going to say? I can't remember oh, now. Sorry. But yeah, no. Um, between the, the balancing line between sort of bugging the customer too yes, much. Yes, that's it. Sure so there might be through. certain things where I'm like to Carl, oh, that does look a little shade lighter than I thought they, they'd signed off. And, um, and God, I can't ask them again. I've already sent them three emails today sort of thing. So I totally get what you mean with that. So it is just deciding actually sometimes we're the experts and we can make a call on something but sometimes no their brand standards are super important and we we do need to you know get get their sign off on on various bits yeah so it is totally fine balance yeah 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 no absolutely and um i guess on that point as well like uh you know when people sort of employ you because you're the experts on things do you find that there are clients that uh maybe sort of think they know exactly what they want as well but um and it's kind of a that's another balancing act isn't it between kind of well often they don't know what they want but they know what they don't want so we'll if we're doing some design work we'll we'll start designing a few options for them yeah and they're like no i don't don't like any of that um, well, can yeah. you give us a little bit more of what, what you do like? Um, yeah. and they, but they can't put it into words. So we have actually developed a um, kind of sheet now, which has got loads of different colorways and loads of brands, you know, well-known brands and some some nice phrases and terms. And, and it helps us draw out what type of uh, work, cool. that, you know, what type of look, their style they're right. looking for. Um, because, yeah, often if, if you're just starting up a new company and you know you've got so many other things to think about you haven't thought about this side of it at all yeah um it, it helps tease it out and, and getting them to, to go online and say to show you examples of what they do like and and that side of things um or like back what you were saying if they know exactly what they want but it can't be done quite in that way that's often mm. a difficult conversation of well yes i know what you do yeah, want yeah. but actually this is how it's going to have to be done um but the yeah. guys are all so good. I mean, that's one of the things we do when we recruit. We yeah. we come up with a, a really awkward situation and get them to compile an email um, to to explain something. Because yeah, cool. there's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I just think that's not something you can train really. Yeah. Um, is your way with words and your kind of attitude to a, a sticky situation or something. Um, so yeah because there's a lot of difficult conversations have to be had all day sometimes it's about you know this is what they want but actually they can't afford that so Mm. we're gonna have to sell them something that's not quite as high end but actually you know it's still gonna look amazing and Mm. um or something where you know a supplier's let us down with some materials and we are going to have a slight delay on something you know there's those conversations as well but it's it's all about just sort of being empathetic to the customer Mm. I think and and, you know putting yourself in their shoes it sounds cheesy Mm. doesn't it but you know how are they going to feel when you tell them what you've got to tell them um and then having that conversation and that works so well and that's you know that's that's how it is so 
when when you've been sort of growing and taking on staff and everything, like it occurred to me that um, you know, you've got a very quick turnaround, like you said. Sorry, mm. not with staff, but with jobs, you yeah. know, <laughs> coming in, yeah. and um, you know, things will just come in and it will have to be done by next week, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. How do you get to the point where you've got the confidence then to take on the next member of staff? Because yeah. you can't. You have, your pipeline's probably like yeah. what. A week, two yeah, weeks, yeah, maybe at the tops. Yeah. I suppose that is one of that's a question I need to ask somebody else. To be honest, because <laughs> I, I, so we've we've had six staff for a long time, and yeah. when people talk about offering flexible um, workplace, you know, unfortunately, you can't really work from home in our job because you need to be in the office. Mm. You need to be seeing things come off the print run, matching colours. The the man, be, being a manufacturing company, you can't really work from home. So instead of that, we kind of offer more. Uh, flexibility within their roles and the, 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 it's a bit of an autonomy of, around you know we've got um, Jake for example who he's brilliant at our vehicle graphics but he's also an amazing designer mm -hmm. so most people have you know a role you're either production or you're but but Jake would hate to be one or the other he doesn't right. want to just sit at a desk all day and he doesn't so it's part of his you know half year reviews we we kind of have morphed a, a created a role for him essentially that mm. is is a bit of both and he's he's really grateful for that and really happy in in that role um but that brings me on to oh yeah so jason he was the same and he was like you know i, I want more flexibility I, I i want to be able to you know I work well at night, he's a bit of a night owl, he'd right. like to work more at night and be there for his daughter in the day and you know we tried to find ways to work and in the end he's decided to go freelance but we are still working very very closely with him mm -hmm. um, from a freelance point of view. Um, so anyway we were replacing Jason and we interviewed and we had such a good response and um, we couldn't decide between two so I pleaded with Carl, I was like come on Carl let's do it, let's get them both, let's do this. Um, it'll make your life easier and you know selling it into him in that way and he was like go on then so we've done it um and there is at the at the moment there is more than enough for everybody yeah. to do um and and i think because it is isn't it it's chicken and egg it's mm. because now i'm hoping by having that extra member of staff it will mean that carl and i can do spend more time on a site visit for example mm. um spend more time with the client they might end up ordering more um spend more time on inquiries that then might turn into jobs, whereas before you might have been just, you know, mm. not um, going into as much depth with a quote as you probably could have done. Yeah. Therefore, they may start to look around, whereas doing it in this way, um, I'm hoping it will it will just bring on more work. Mm. Um, it's a bit of a leap so of faith, isn't it? Is it is a leap I of guess. faith, yeah, gotta, absolutely. You've got to sort of go with your gut. Got yeah. Instinct, yeah. You, I suppose. And and I think as well, if you've if you've been stretched for, because I'd say since we were so busy during COVID with all of the um, sneeze screens and all the floor graphics and yeah. all that that signage, we haven't really let up. The pace hasn't really let up since then. So I think if if you've been stretched for say six months, that's a little 
you know alarm bell to say right you're ready for another member of staff right yeah we can we can manage doing a bit of overtime for a month or mm. two months and the guy but you can tell when the guys are all thinking oh jesus it's this is this is too much <laughs> yeah then yeah, it's it's yeah. time and if that carries on for for several several months then it is definitely time to take the plunge and get so another member of staff of but i'm wondering whether there is an actual you know database exercise we should be doing with our turnover <laughs> divided by a member of staff because if there is somebody tell me please <laughs> Because <laughs> um, yeah, as we as we grow, we're going to need to make be making this decision um, yeah. more and more. So yeah, yeah I, I heard that thing. I think I told you the other day about um, someone said um, you know if you work out how much you're bringing in each week and then yeah. divide that by the number of hours that you're working, and if there are ta- and then you get your hourly rate. For and yeah, if there are tasks yeah. that it would cost you less to have someone else do that, then you should be. Outsourcing, outsourcing is what he was that, saying. yeah. Mm, <laughs> so definitely. I don't know, but it, it's yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because that's kind of based on finances to an extent. But I think mm. what you're saying is, you know, you're not necessarily going to be at that point where you've got the finances or the pipeline, yeah, there, and you can say yes. You know, I'm definitely going to be able to afford someone for the next yeah, year because yeah. you can't really see no, it, can you? No, and you no. have to. I think what you're saying is you have to kind of go on a bit of a feeling yeah yeah and say right yeah we've been feeling a bit stretched yeah. for a little while now yeah so whether we feel like we can afford it or not yeah we've got to do we've it. got to do it exactly and it, yes it, it will obviously maybe the it affect profits but mm. it's not just about that it's about you know the um quality of what you're providing the service you can offer your clients but also your work-life balance as mm. well um and that you can't put a price on that really can you yeah um true. so yeah it's definitely it's definitely the right decision at the moment we've got literally the guy that's starting on monday i've got a pile of jobs for him already <laughs> piling up like, oh josh can do that josh can do that um yeah so I, i'm yeah i'll let you know i'll come back and let you know but I, i'm hoping that just by having that extra member of staff it's going to have a knock-on effect on the service we can provide and therefore it will increase um turnover even more so, so do you only employ people whose name begins with J? Yeah, I know. <laughs> totally. No, we've got a Liz and we've got a Ryan. <laughs> oh Branching out. <laughs> yeah. No, it, we did interview time. two with the same name, actually, and I was like, no, we can't, we can't have it. <laughs> no. Yeah, okay, it's tricky, doesn't it? So, um, I mean, it sounds like making that move from your job to coming working with Carl I can imagine it's a you know a, a scary move to make. It sounds like it's been. Uh, it was because you know I had a salary that was mm. guaranteed, and then for you both to suddenly be self-employed and all the challenges that that brings, yeah, it was a big decision. And we kind of said to ourselves, let's just do it for a few years while the kids are young. And then I'll go off because I loved the corporate life. I did absolutely you? loved it. Really? Yeah, I really did. I didn't know that about you. I, I wouldn't but, have like ever yeah. said, oh yeah, I bet she. Yeah, I, I really loved <laughs> right, it. Okay. Um, I just felt, you know, I loved the whole hustle and bustle of being in Birmingham as well and just all the cool meetings yeah. you went to. And all, I just, yeah, found it just the, the cool projects you got to work on. It was you know it was it was brilliant um and so i said I'll, I'll come and do this with you for a few years while the kids are young and then i'm going and then i'm going back yeah but the longer and longer i've been away <laughs> from it the more i i would not i definitely wouldn't want to go back now yeah, i remember right. the first time it's things like the freedom that you get when you've got your own business isn't it of mm. being able to just 
think of an initiative and and run with it whereas mm. at M&B if you came up with a, a, a company initiative you'd have to write like six papers then go and present it at six different <laughs> boards and then get every brand manager to agree to it if it was a central initiative and yeah. it was it was exhausting um so that side of things you can be so much more fast-paced yeah. in a small business can't you and you've got your, yeah you've got a lot more control over but what like, you- like you're saying the the flip side of that that you've got to be wary of is that you don't start too many things yes, and, and not yeah. finish them. Yeah, you're right, yeah. <laughs> I got carried away again then, didn't I? But yeah, so I definitely don't regret it now. And it's funny that I always thought I'd go back. I did actually go back the once. I left and they invited me back and I ended up going back for about two years. Right. And then I and then I finally did come come back. So it's been about seven years that I've, I've worked with Carl and yeah, now the longer and longer I'm in the business i can't i couldn't imagine doing anything else and now. do you have to have like a cut off at night where you just say we're not talking about work I anymore know, or is yeah, it like do. do you love it and it doesn't matter if you talk about it i think i love it more than carl at the moment <laughs> i talk about it more than him and he's just like no he's much more of a he he works like an absolute trojan in the day yeah. and then he likes to switch off at night whereas right. i i'm you know i'm sort of float about a bit more all the way through the day and then at night i'm still thinking about it and i work at night a bit more um right. so yeah we yeah i try to talk to him about it in the evening and he's like tell me tomorrow send me an email <laughs> yeah cool well I think we're coming up for almost an hour. Oh my goodness, of, uh, sorry, I've waffled on. No, no, it's been, been fantastic. It's, <laughs> it's not, been enjoyable actually, just reminiscing. Oh, good. good. Thank well, you. Um, people can find you at pbsigns.co.uk. They can. So at the moment, if you do go on that, you've got to click on a little redirect because our new, our new website oh, yeah, is I think in by construction. The, I think but... by the time this goes out, um, oh, new brilliant. Website, I'm gonna, oh, well, I'm there you go. That's give mine. Give you a deadline. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I need a deadline. Thank you. <laughs> by the time this goes out, your new website brilliant. will be up and uh, it'll be looking spangly. Uh, you're pretty good on the LinkedIn. Yes, yes, Alex, please. Alex Fox connect. on the LinkedIn. Yeah, definitely. And you got the company page on the LinkedIn as well, PB Signs, and your Instagram is pretty uh, active as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. everyone can come find you on there. Yes. Get a quote for some bespoke cool signage. Yeah, make please do. Like Give a, us a call. No or roller banners. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> just to correct, we are more than happy to print roller banners. We have hundreds of in stock. We can get you one same day if you need it. Same day roller banners. Same day roller banners. There we go. Come and get them. You get what you, get what you promote. <laughs> Good luck. No, thanks a lot, Alice. I appreciate Brilliant. it. Brilliant. Thank you, Dad. Got a lot going on, and uh, it's been very enjoyable. Thank you. See you same. soon. Cheers. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Thriving Three Counties podcast with me, Dan Barker. You can find links to all the episodes and show notes over at danbarkerstudios.com forward slash podcast. If you've enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It helps other people find the show and connect more people in the region. Thank you very much for your time listening. I hope you've enjoyed it and we'll see you next time.